Good morning, Adam. Hey, Jack. How are you doing this fine day? Fantabulous. Yeah, my name's Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my business partner of long-standing, 20 years. No, actually more than 20 years. We're uh, business coaches, and we've been doing this together through a company called MVP. Like I say, for over 20 years. And what we do is deal with small business owners, and we define that as less than 25 employees, one to 25. Uh, sales, we don't look at as the uh, the guidance. It's it's one of the metrics, I guess, that uh, we would measure on. But our our thrust is to basically take on anybody, ideally small business owner, who needs coaching. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, in 20 years, we've racked up a lot of small business owners and helping get their companies right right sided and more importantly, introducing them to the components of business, doing a business. Because you want to go into business, that's that's a start. That's good. But what do you know? You know I'd like to be able to shoot rockets, but I don't know anything uh, about that. And I don't think I have time <laughs> to find out. So, yes. A lot of a lot of problems come up in between our our meetings. We meet usually weekly or biweekly with with clients, and we go through a lot of problems. They get very personal in some of them, and and uh, others are just basic lack of understanding of business in general. So we teach them how to do business that uh, you just don't wake up and are anointed with business. It takes a while. Adam and I have both had several years of uh, big company, big company, Wall Street type companies and small businesses. We left the big world of, of, of big companies and we, we uh, got involved in smalls and that means helping the owners understand their business, not their product or service, with their business. They don't understand because they don't like it generally and they never went to school for it. And those two factors keep a lot of people away. And they know what I'm talking about. I know they do. They can hear this and say, geez, that's me. I really, if I'm honest with myself, I don't understand business. So we teach them that. We help them understand the basic fundamentals. And we got a seven-part uh system that we use to kind of make sure that they get exposed to all parts of the business in a realistic way. We've owned, operated, audited, uh, analyzed, uh, you name it, to a small business, we've done it. So we hear lots of problems, we experience and see lots of problems, and we generally get a solution to those problems. If nothing else, you should be seeing coaches. And we'll talk a little more about that in, in a few seconds, a few minutes. But uh, that's what we're, we're looking at today. We, we see problems that can be fixed. And it's incumbent on you business owners to pick up the phone and give us a call. We're very unusual. We're different. We're different for, no, we are unusual. We're unusual when it comes to coaching. But uh, Yes. So pick up that phone and give us a call sometime later today or tomorrow. You can do that. 
and say, hey, I'd like to talk to you guys. See how you might be able to help me. So with that, I can't understand, nor can Adam, why all Smiths business owners, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they have a coach, a small business coach for small business owners? Perfect fit. We love the business owners and we have a lot of fun doing it. So I'm going to turn you over to Adam here and he's going to talk a little more about it. All right. Okay, Adam. Adam Sunhalter. I introduce Adam Sunhalter. Thanks, Jack. Well, welcome to episode 368 of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. As Jack said, we've been business partners for over 20 years and we've been partners and co-hosts of the show for over seven years. And we got all of our episodes on our website, the podcast. Hope you're listening on podcasts as well. You can get all those episodes and they tend to stand the test of time. So our question today, we usually post one pose one question per week this week's question is yeah why doesn't every small business owner have a business coach i mean it seems like maybe may seem like a strange question but let me uh, substitute the word attorney or accountant or insurance person for the phrase business coach all right i mean the people ask the question why doesn't every small business owner have an attorney or an accountant or an insurance person? Well, of course they do. So the question today is, why don't they all have a business coach? And it's come a long way in the 20 plus years Jack and I have been have been doing this. You know, um, when we first met owners 20 years ago and told them that we we're business coaches, usually the question we would get was, what's a business coach? Right. Or who could use a business coach <laughs> or... You know, maybe somebody who's in trouble needs a coach or, you know, it, it wasn't very, very well known for sure. And as the, our first decade of doing this, we kind of got into it. We flipped from the question of what's a business coach to, well, how are you different from, and then the, insert the name, you know, of a half a dozen people that, that they'd met in the last, let's say month who were also business coaches. Well, you see, unlike accountants and attorneys who, have to pass some state certified exams just about anybody can be hang on a shingle and call <laughs> themselves a business coach and you know one of the things that inspired us very early on to get into coaching as we started to discover the market we discovered this whole business coaching market through a book many of you may have read if you haven't read it we would strongly encourage you to read it called the e-myth revisited e-myth revisited uh, by Michael Gerber. And in there, they talked about coaching and business coaching. And so as Jack and I started to investigate that market about 20 years ago, what we discovered was we had a lot of coaches out there, a lot of life coaches and career coaches and marriage coaches. And you insert a bunch of different mm -hmm. names in, and they'd also list out as business coaches. One of the things that was pretty consistent, though, is we were looking at these folks most of these coaches had very little to no business experience at all. And so we're we're scratching our, our bald heads here wondering, how are they helping the small business owner? I mean, if you don't know what it's like to be a small business owner, if you don't really know about business, how are you helping a business owner? A coach is just a coach is just a coach, right? That's kind of what people were saying. And Jack and I saw, you know, 
a tremendous need in the marketplace for folks who know what it's like to own, run, operate, and deal in the small business world. You know, Jack, it's one of those things that I think many people who have not been exposed to the small business world made us kind of brush aside, especially folks who've been involved with or working for larger corporations. I think, how hard can it be, Jack? How hard can it be running your own business? You know, that's that's how many, many start. You know, the SBA, the Small Business Administration, says in their promotions that about 70% of small business owners won't be in business that they started three years from now. You know, it's, it's, it has different opinions, but that's kind of in summary about where they're at. And the biggest reason they don't succeed in keeping that business and sustaining it is they don't understand going in the pitfalls that they can get into. They ask their friends, their neighbors, their their relatives, their, you know, just they don't get good advice. And to Adam's point here, coaches are not business coaches the way they should be, but they like to say they are in so many instances. So one of those things, I guess it comes back to now that it's much more prolific or common here we are 20 years into this jack and so many many owners you might talk to these days have coaches or have had a coach at some point or have been involved in some sort of groups or, or, or different areas i think most folks i guess the question becomes jack at what point during your business cycle do you realize you need some help and, <clears throat> and where do you go to find that help and so um you know we have nothing against accountants and attorneys and insurance folks and financial planners and they all have their place. And a lot of those folks to me have their place when it comes up to when you butt up against the system. All right. So whether it be having to deal with an attorney because you're bumping up against that legal system, that's a, that's a pretty, a pretty a cold, uh, unfeeling system, right. Or things like the IRS, Jack, another <clears throat> warm and cozy, fuzzy feeling you get Think about the IRS and dealing with taxes or the, or the government. Or your, one of your favorites that people of the show probably know about, too, is insurance, Jack. That's one of your favorite things in the world is insurance. Yes, it is. So dealing with that. And so, <laughs> so I think a lot of those advisors or those folks that are part of a small business, they have a good place because it helps. Because you as an owner are not dealing with that bureaucracy, hopefully, on a day-to-day -day basis. Maybe it's once or twice a year or, or once or twice a decade in terms of dealing with, with some legal stuff. And so th those folks are very helpful. But. When it comes to day-to-day, -day, the day-to-day -day running of your business, you go to a CPA, what they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you one of two things, Jack. They're going to tell you to increase your sales or they're going to tell you to reduce your expenses. <laughs> Great advice. Hey, that's now, how can that be? How can they be wrong? Because if I increase my, my sales or decrease my expenses, chances are my profits are going to go up, which means I have more money. I'm making more profit. I'm paying more taxes. That's a positive thing. Now, if you go beyond that to, to ask your, your, your accountant, your CPA, whoever it is, and you ask that, that, that accountant, well, gee, how do I go about doing that? How do I increase my revenue? How do I, how do I reduce my costs? Depending who your accountant is, you're probably going to be pretty unsatisfied with the response you get. 
Same thing would be true with your attorney, your insurance person. Now, again, these folks, again, see a lot of lots of companies, but they see the companies from the outside. Again, they come in as a, you know, it's much like my, my 10 years as an investment banker, Jack. I came parachuting in to help package up your company to either sell it or help you go tell your story to raise money. And while I've been involved in a lot of companies, I knew how to do that very, very well. But I wasn't the guy you're tossing the keys to. Say, hey, why don't you come run my company for me? All right? And that's where most folks on the outside are. Whereas a coach should be different. You know, a big part, especially when it comes to a business coach. If you've got a life coach, again, things are different. We have clients that, you know, now I have business coaches like us, but they have, they may have a life coach. They may have a therapist. They have other things that, that they're working on personally because that's not what a business coach focuses on. You understand you're living your life, but we aren't there to help you with your your spouse and your kids. And you know, again, we're, we're there to help with the business part of stuff, which can help have an effect on the on the spouse and the kids, obviously. But it's through the business side of stuff. So as we look and try to talk about, you know. Like I said, Jack, it's it, we've come a long way in a couple of decades here in terms of just the discussions we're having with people. So it isn't often that we have to kind of explain what coaching is a little bit here and there, but for the most part, people have a sense of it or they, they have a, they have some <clears throat> have some experience with it. Now, how positive or negative that might be? Well, it depends on who they've had coaching them. Again, coming back to that, uh, anybody can hang out a shingle, Jack, and be a coach. Anybody listening That's to right. today can start a coaching company tomorrow. Yeah, and a lot of folks do that. A lot of folks do that's that. One, that's, that's one of the reasons that they, they don't have a good coaching experience, so they get turned off on it. It takes quite a while to make up their mind about getting a coach. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's coaches are just so natural today. If you played or involved yourself in sports in any way, I mean, athletes, uh, you know, who won the last Masters? He, Whatever he had, within an hour he went over to the practice range to do a few things, and they all have coaches. Athletes have coaches because they understand the power of that. You can't be objective with yourself. It's very difficult to be objective with yourself. So if you're going to have a coach to advise you on your business, he he or she has to be pretty good in knowledge and experience, and have good chemistry with you. It, it's it's just perplexing to me that you can't, you know, you can't see the benefit for prospects that we talk to from time to time. Um, it's it's kind of a damnation about the cost. It costs too much or I don't have the time. I'm too busy. Well, those are the very things that you basically are, are going to correct with a good coach, a good business coach. And it's not, uh, you know, it's it's not easy to get those credentials, if you will. But they aren't credentials. It's just life's experience. So I guess that's credentials. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it's one thing to have the credentials and, and being able to do it, but it's also another thing to be able to, 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 to teach it, Jack. So come back to that analogy about coaches. I think sports are always a great thing to look at. Well, it's very rare that some of the best players become some of the best coaches. Usually you're a great player, a great coach, you know, and so just because somebody's had some great success in their career doesn't mean they could teach it to you. 
or know what they did to kind of get there. It may just be a, a sheer uh, That's right. result of their style, their personality, their, their circumstances to a certain extent. So, yeah, as we look, you know, I think one of the, 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 the greatest benefits of a try to, to boil down uh, hundreds of clients in, in a couple of decades here, Jack, I think, well, well, one of the things that we do is we calm people down. You know, clients will come in and they might be on either end of the spectrum, right? Extremely excited and and things are going to be fantastic or they can be the opposite end where, where you know, the sky is falling. I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure what to do, but it's it's rare that in a an hour long, hour and a half long coaching session that we don't walk out of that session in a much better place. Whatever that, you know, opportunity, challenge, whatever is being faced to that owner, in 20 plus years of Jack and I being together, it doesn't happen where they come in and something they're experiencing is something new to us that we haven't heard it before, that we haven't been through it personally before. And we help to quickly size up the situation and start to work on what the next steps might be. And I think that's probably one of the, the, the biggest benefits because as an owner, who do you bounce ideas off? That's huge. Uh, that's a that's a huge factor. So <clears throat> chances are, if you've been in business for five years, 10 years, you're doing a heck of a lot more right than you're doing wrong. So just, you know, take take some solace in that. But there are a lot of times where you, you're not sure because you're, you're, you know, you're experiencing things for the first time. And if you can appreciate you don't, that you don't know what you don't know, that's where you start to become open to it. Because again, one of the things we discovered too, Jack, <clears throat> you didn't mention this, is not everybody's coachable. So I think that's a big reason why not all owners have, or small business owners have a coach, Jack, is a lot of owners are not coachable. In fact, that's probably why a lot of owners own companies. They probably weren't good employees either. So when people try to direct them or have them do stuff, nah, I know better, Jack. I'll figure or I'll, I'll figure it out. That's okay. How often have we heard that? Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> it, it, it's your business. We tell our clients all the time. We're giving you guidance and advice, and you, know, you can choose to listen or not listen to us. That's on you. But you know, we aren't going to do the push-ups for you. You got, you got to do the push-ups yourself. But we'll we'll show you the best <laughs> way to do it and how to get the best results. And that again, so I, I think. That just kind of calming down and, and it comes from whether you use that term sounding board or somebody to bounce ideas off of. And those kind of groups are very, very helpful. And and part of the way we do our coaching with you know our 20 years of doing two on one, we have a we have a nice little group right there. And so again, it's it's rare that things come up that we haven't seen, been through personally, or we we, we always very quickly assess and start to make suggestions or recommendations. That's a big part, I think, where where the experience comes in. You can you can recommend things. You you can give ideas, and and often as an owner, that's part of the, the challenge too. Is the last thing you want to do, Jack, is get stuck somewhere. And we find owners get stuck in a lot of places because things are coming at you quickly. And so, a big part we help our clients do is help them address those issues. We also help them, in addition to that calming down, is we help them focus. You you alluded to it a little earlier, Jack. Our seven keys to success. And our seven keys to success is not a. Uh, a seven-step program with you know 18 different sub-bullets and here's the exact way to do A and B and C because there's no exact way to do A, B, and C, but there's things that you as the owner should be focused on, things you should be worried about. And that's where the seven keys come in. If you're working on those seven things, 
you're going to have success defined as growing sustainable profits. If you're constantly being distracted by shiny objects and squirrels and things running around that don't fit into those seven keys, <clears throat> that's where you can often get in trouble. Because as the owner, there's only 24 hours in the day. If you're focused on the wrong things, that can damage the business. Yeah, you want you want more sales. So we we develop and ask you where your marketing plan is. How good was that plan put together? You want good people. You're going to join a uh, a population that everyone is looking for good people, and they're very hard to find. Very hard. But how do you do that? How do you go about that? How do you find time for that? And, you know, the profit plan, which is one of our biggest uh, uh, focus focuses, is, is basically uh, your, your key to running your company and managing all the variables that. And chances are you, you don't know it because you don't like it. But it, once you learn how to do it, put a good profit plan together, you'll wonder why you never did it before. So, yes. All so, very important stuff. So come back to our to our, <clears throat> our our question here, Jack, which is why don't again because it's not it's it's almost like you don't have a choice. I guess you have a choice. I mean, you, you can always choose not to have an attorney. You can choose not to have an accountant, Jack. I mean, you could you could do these things on your own. You you can file your own taxes if you want to, but most people don't. And if we come back to the the, the main question here is why don't all small business owners have a have a business coach? I think one of the things we haven't touched on yet, Jack in terms of why people don't do this is I guess for lack of a better term, I'll use the, the, the word embarrassment. You know, would you believe that many small business owners feel embarrassed? They feel embarrassed that they don't know that they've been in business for eight years and people assume that they know things and the owner will dutifully smile and nod. Oh yeah, that sounds great. But hoping that you don't, you don't dig in. And so one of the things I suppose say, you know, they're embarrassed. The first place we start with, with owners is with their financials, with their numbers. Our very first meeting, Hey, bring your profit and loss and your balance sheet, bring them in. Let's see, let's see what you know. Now it doesn't matter if somebody's a year into business or, or, or 20 years in the business. It's rare that we get somebody comes in, has their numbers in good working order, can present their financials and see the, the business through that. Most folks <clears throat> can't remember the last time that they looked at their P&L or balance sheet, or they, they can't get it the, themselves out, out of their system. They have, to, they have to rely on their office manager or their, or their accountant to get it for them. It's more likely that's the case. And, and coming back to, not understanding business. So big part we help them do is that those seven keys come from is understanding the business side of business, irrespective of the product or service. Again, you, you point out at the beginning here, Jack, we don't focus on the product or service. We're not the product or service experts. Our clients typically are that. But the business side of stuff and, and <clears throat> the embarrassment of not knowing what to ask or being afraid to ask questions or being afraid to say, I don't know. You know, we all we all deal with peer pressure, Jack, starting at very young ages. You watch kids, you know, you'll see very young kids experiencing peer pressure. And that that doesn't go away as we get older. 
and there's peer pressure in business. Winks and nods, hey, you're supposed to know certain things. Everybody kind of knows it. But well, what we've discovered that one of those dirty, dirty secrets, come back to dirty secrets of small businesses, most owners don't know it. Yeah, most don't know, or many, not most. I don't know. I can't, I can't say most. But they, they don't know if they're profitable right now. If you were to call up 10 business, business owners at random and ask them if they know their profit, I'll, I'll bet you at least five out of them, five out of 10. But more like seven out of ten. <clears throat> and you're in you're in the you're in the business to make profits, aren't you? So you should have a profit plan. It's kind of very uh, elementary. Oh, it's like it's like asking, hey, would you know what your favorite <clears throat> sports team record was last year? You probably know it off the top of your head, or you have a sense of where it's at, right? That's the same thing. This is you know this is the this is the record. This is the scorecard for your business. But yet. It's not talked about. It's not taught anywhere. You know, uh, my son's going through some real estate classes right now. They said, you know, that they're teaching him how to, <clears throat> to pass the test. They said, you can learn how the business itself works later on. And I think a lot of our schooling is geared that way, Jack. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to pick on real estate, but that's, you know, the school is the same way. Hey, you, you know, if you go to law school, you know, go back to my cousin Vinny. Remember that movie, right? It was, well, oh, yeah. You know, you know how to practice in the well. They teach us how to practice law in the court. It was just again we're learning about you know the the legal stuff. So, a lot of times I think owners will think, hey, well, gee, I didn't I didn't graduate high school. I didn't graduate from college. I didn't get a business degree. We shake our heads and brush it aside. A business degree is not going to help you run your business. It can help you get a job for somebody else. You know, it's not, it's not being taught. These things are not being taught, Jack. And uh, so again, coming back, that's why we're often perplexed why more folks aren't hiring coaches or why, you know, they, they aren't tapping into that or understanding it because it's, it's a common, common challenge. But again, not everybody is coachable. That's why there's such a, that's my theme for today here. So many businesses not making it. It's, it's what they don't know that hurts them. And with a good business coach, basically you're going to, you're going to achieve things you never thought possible, but they got to be good. We do it during our initial sit downs with prospects. You know, if we don't feel after the meeting, Adam and I will talk about the, the meeting if we don't feel comfortable with that person that we can make him succeed because he, he wants to do it. He has that, that understanding that if he could find somebody to help him really good, he'd make it. So he's trying to go to all the seminars and read books and, and that's all, all commendable. But if you really want to get it done fast and right, you know, you need a good business coach or coaches. We do, we do everything together here. So. You got two of us, if you like it or not. Yeah. So, if you're listening to to, to the show today, again, we're we're trying to just introduce this topic, and maybe it's you, maybe it's somebody you know, maybe they should hear hear this message directly from somebody else, understand whatever they're wrestling with, whatever those deep dark secrets are. They're not alone, and there are answers for these things. And I guess one of the things that we see too, again, come back to you know some of the benefits that we see from our clients. One of them is, which may sound silly, our clients start to have fun again with their business. 
you know, owning and operating and running a small business should be fun. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be dragging knuckles on the ground, gnashing and wailing of teeth, or it's just such an awful existence. That's, that's what it's like to go get a job. So go, go get a job, work for somebody else. That's, that's where you should be dragging knuckles on the ground and, 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 and whining and complaining as an owner. That's where it's all at. It should, and it should be fun. It doesn't mean it's not challenging. You know, golf can be challenging, but it can be fun, right? Or there are a lot of things that, that are challenging to be fun. So we're not saying it's, it's going to be easy, but it should be fun. And, and a big part of that is come back to like being calmed down, be, knowing what to focus on, feeling like you have answers to things. You know, one of the things that, that, that we do is we help our clients achieve more than they ever thought possible. And again, part of that is come back to what experience and knowledge do they have and what do they know? And Jack, you're always very fond of saying, when we when we plan out the future, we're often constrained to what we know today and how we look at today. And we'll often limit ourselves in terms of what we're trying to accomplish based on where we're at today, instead of just kind of letting things go a little bit and dreaming a bit, you know? And, and, and how do you explain a client that we had that, 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 that grew by more than tenfold in about six or seven years? And did it through not only internal growth, but did it through acquisitions. It's very, very doable for folks. If, if again, if you're coachable, if you kind of have a sense of what you want to do, there, there, there are all kinds of answers, there are all kinds of possibilities. There are lots of ways to make those things start to happen. But if all you know is what you know, and you're not reaching out to, to folks, you're not finding qualified people to help you out, that's where it kind of goes. And it could be scary. Can be scary and exciting to lay out those longer-term visions for things that maybe you've, you've never thought. Hey, is it possible for me? Can I even do something like that? And so, a big part of what we do is help to to show different possibilities, <clears throat> different ideas. So, so many people go to the grave with with uh, not not trying uh, to to poke their dreams here a little bit. And, you know, it's a different story once you get into your dream, but trying to poke it to get in, that's that's a lot of fun. That's right. That's right. So so usually when, when, when we meet our clients, um, they're at a point of, I would say, their frustration or being overwhelmed. And the overwhelmed part usually comes from uh, folks that are having some tremendous growth. And if you've ever experienced tremendous growth, you know that it can be very exponential as things start to happen, different variables coming into your life, and it can get overwhelming very quickly. The other end might be frustration, and the frustration might happen where you're kind of stuck bumping along. You're not sure why. I haven't been able to grow the business. I haven't been able to increase profits. I haven't been able to you know, find good people. Whatever might be that all of a sudden you feel like it's holding your company back. And so you can be kind of frustrated. And so we'll often help folks in those, in those couple areas, or they may be frustrated by they're trying to get out of the business, trying to move it to the next generation, whether it be next generation of family who's part of the business, or maybe it's some longer-term employees who are part of that. So it can be very frustrating to try to, how do I transition this thing over? And so we have a lot of fun in those situations, and, and quite often we deal with multiple owners too. Come back to, you mentioned Jack, we do our coaching two-on-one. Well, it's probably a big reason why we've we've coached over fifty partners in our in our twenty years together. Some who are who are partners who who know each other through business. We have a lot of partners who are spouses, 
We know each other lots of different ways besides just through business, you know. But there, there's not a situation that we haven't been through, haven't seen that we can help and add value to pretty quickly. And I think to your point, Jack, a big part of this, like any uh, professional service or personal service, it's also a a personal connection. Come back to that fun piece of it. We have fun with our clients. There's a lot of laughing and 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 joking that goes on, and and it's it's good to have that. So if you haven't found that before, if you haven't seen it, or maybe as you're mentioning, Jack, maybe you had some experience with coaching before. It doesn't sound like that. What we're <laughs> what, what we're describing is not what you experienced. Well, maybe you experienced a not so good coach. Just like when you go on those first couple dates and it's not quite good. Well, you're not going to give up on dating, are you? Just realize that the person you had the date with wasn't the right person for you. Same kind of thing here. So that's some of our thoughts in terms of why we're confused by it. Jack, I don't know if you had other things you wanted to to drop in there. No, I, I think we covered ourselves in this brief period of time. You know, if you'd like to, you know, we'd love to hear from you to make a program out of you. We could do that very easily. It's like we're making programs out of our coaching experiences. So it's real live stuff with solutions. Right. I'll never meet, I'll never meet a person in the world in my lifetime who who created or found the the very first thing. In other words, there's a solution to every problem. It's somewhere in the world. We've touched on many, many, many of them. So we have solutions catalog for almost every problem. You aren't the first person who's experiencing something. You won't you won't find that person, but somebody did it. So that's something else to ponder. So get off your Budinsky and get a coach. Get moving on seven keys to success. And you'll you'll find a big load lifted off your your shoulders here. Excellent. Well, appreciate you listening. Like I said, this is episode three sixty eight. We've got three hundred sixty seven other episodes that, are much like today's, they stand the test of time and and aren't just covering current events, but they're they're good guidance and advice for how to run and grow your your small business. You can get all those at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you look at the top, you'll see an episodes tab. You click on there and there's a search button you can click on and type in whatever thoughts, questions you've got, and it'll feedback for your, for you whatever shows we've done on that topic. If you don't find one that suits your fancy, like Jack said, feel free to reach out to us. You can do that in a couple of ways. One is you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 330-849-0670. And as Jack said, I'd be happy to answer the question for you directly, or we can put together a show like we did today and kind of cover that question. Because again, as we as we alluded in today's show, chances are you got that question, somebody else will as well, and they'll be happy that you asked that question for it. Uh, better yet, if you prefer listening to things in the podcast player, you should be able to find us in any of the big podcast players, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to the show. We typically drop a new episode every Thursday morning. So we delivered right to your smart device and you can get all the prior episodes there as well. So appreciate you listening and we'll talk with you all next week. Bye-bye.